Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unfuck Your Life. And today's episode is all going to be about unfuck your responsibility hoarder. Yep, learn the three keys, the three strategies to unfuck your responsibility hoarder. Are you really, really ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead, Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. And check out Irresistible You Bootcamp. Three days. We have lots of fun. It's all live and online. Let's find out what makes you tick and what makes you absolutely positively irresistible. So I heard this statement. I think I heard it on Star Trek, actually, about being a responsibility hoarder. And I thought, wow, I really like how that sounds. And I kind of broke it down into three keys, which is taking responsibility for everything, the shame and get and blame game of doom, and guilt. Guilt, 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 guilt. Whatever religion that you grew up in, whatever household you grew up in, guilt may have been a factor. So if we go back to exactly what does it mean, unfuck your responsibility hoarder, and you know what? I'm calling this further confessions of a recovering people pleaser because, yeah, that's me. People pleaser, PPE was written all over me. It's how I grew up. It's what I knew. It's how I lived my life. And let me tell you, well into my 50s, extricating myself from this has not always been easy. And so anyone, anyway, taking responsibility for everything. So I mean, stop taking responsibility for everything. You know, even the career that I had in corporate, you know, I protected my staff. I protected my team. I took the hits. I took the shots because the buck stops here. The responsibility stops here. I'm not Teflon. Things don't just bounce off me and just go towards everybody. I can take it. I'm strong. I can take it. And when you're the responsibility hoarder, I mean, you know, we don't give other people the chance to stand up and take responsibility, to take charge, to really learn from their mistakes in a different kind of way. And as we continue to take responsibility for absolutely fucking everything that ever went wrong anywhere, you know, just imagine how that continues to wear away at your at your beautiful, at your beautiful spirit, at your beautiful essence. Now, if you're able to boom, cleanse it, eliminate it by the end of the day, that's it. Awesome. That is exactly what you need to do. And think about the service too that you're doing for others and not just from a response, not from a shame and blame and guilt standpoint, just from a, Hey, I wanted you to know this is what happened. And what do you think we can do to make it better? or different, or avoid this kind of thing happening at all, whether it's in the workplace, or, you know, with your own kids, whether it's, you know, friendships, and all that kind of stuff, sometimes we have to have those tough conversations. 
I know for me, I had let so much of it pile up for so long that even a beautiful friendship, even a beautiful friendship, I just, I came to a melting point, a breaking point where this chick exploded and that explosion went catastrophic, catatonic. It went absolutely flipping fucking everywhere. Now, along with that, I also took responsibility for how I showed up and what I did. And I apologized. I said, hey, you know what? I apologize for how I did this. I don't apologize for what I said. And as I had this conversation, further conversation with this person, because I hit a lot of their buttons too, it was, it came down to, you know, listen, it's not that I don't want you as a friend anymore. It's not that I don't value your friendship. It's just the way that it was is no longer working. So I need to close it, end the chapter, stop, it's done, it's finished, it's in the past, eliminated, gone, erased, now and forevermore. And I'm excited, I'm interested to find out what our new friendship will be. Can you see how that can happen? Because sometimes that's just that's just the thing that happens. It's like, okay, start again. What do we do? It's kind of the same way you would do it in your day, which is, okay, you know what? Things haven't been working up to this point. It's time for a reset, time to disconnect, time to get rid of all that crap, reset, and go from here. Because too many times when I didn't take the opportunity to do that, oh, I went into a downward spiral of addiction or, you know, food or TV or hiding or all that kind of stuff. Because you know what? There is more than enough responsibility. You don't have to be the people pleaser taking on everything. You just don't have to do it anymore. And then there's that lovely shame and blame game of doom. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. It's such a sucky, low vibration, shame and and blame. You know, it's, I mean, just even think about it. Just, Just thinking about it, does your body kind of curl up? What is your body language right now as you think about the last time you were shamed or the last time you were blamed or the last time you shamed and blamed yourself? And, you know, those are words that shame, blame game, shame, blame game of doom. Those are words that just... You know, I've heard people say that, you know, well, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, we're adults here for Christ's sake. That's not how we talk with each other. That's not it at all. Whenever anybody shames you or blames you, it is not you. It's not personal. Oh, it feels personal. It's not personal. It just feels that way because it's just imagine the conversation going on in their head that that is not right. You can't do that. I mean, you know, I was with somebody one time. And uh, we were going into a restaurant and it was the salad bar and the wait staff didn't come and the wait staff didn't come. And so she turned around and she goes, you know what? I give you permission to go to the salad bar and help yourself. Will you give me permission to go to the salad bar and help myself and help yourself? <laughs> and you know what? It worked. I mean, it was really weird at first. It's like, oh my God, what we're doing, it's got wrong. It feels like we're being rebels here. Here we are at the salad bar helping ourselves. And isn't any different than what the waitress, the wait staff would say when they come to your table, which is, you know what, go ahead, go and help yourselves. It's like, we're not going anywhere. We're not walking out of the restaurant. We're just going back to their table with our food because, hey, we got, we're on a tight time, we're on a tight timeline for lunch and making it happen. There's so many things. If you think about it in your own life, where have you felt maybe deep shame, maybe deep remorse, or something like that. And you know, it's just it's not 
It's not beneficial. It is not contributing to anything. It's not contributing to your well-being. It's not con- contributing to your mental health, to your emotional health, to your physical health. They show they've done so many studies on what these kinds of emotions do to the body. And it's not pretty. It is not pretty gorgeous beings. And your bodies are juicy, beautiful. There's no longer any reason to shame and blame them. Not your size, not your personality, not your attitude, not how much money you have in the bank, not if you ran into somebody, not if whatever. So let's take shame and blame and let's put them onto a category over to the side that says, okay, anytime I feel this, I'm going to release this. And an Irresistible You boot camp that's coming up, I do this every month, will absolutely give you some tools and techniques and strategies to be able to do that. And then, and then for unfucking your responsibility hoarder, further confessions of a people pleaser, there is the all-time hitter, the heavy hitter, the Babe Ruth of responsibility hoarders, and that is guilt. That's what I said. Guilt. G-U-I-L-T. A five-letter word. Worse than the four-letter words. Guilt. G-U-I-L-T. Yes, yes, I know. It's all your fault. It is completely your fault that Eve gave that apple to Adam and all of the rest that has happened across all time. Space dimensionality is absolutely your fault. Let's pile on that guilt. Let's make it higher. Let's make it fatter. Let's make it stinkier. Let's just pile on that guilt because clearly everything is your fault, right? Wrong. I was having a conversation a few years ago with a friend and she and her hubby were both in, they're both yogis. However, she had grown up Catholic and he had grown up Jewish and growing up Catholic because I grew up Catholic too. Oh, we love to pile on the guilt. We love to pile on the guilt and add some more guilt and add some more guilt because clearly we must do penance, right? And she said that she didn't think anybody. She told me one time she didn't think anybody outdid the Catholics on guilt until she met her husband's Jewish mother. And she's like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe the guilt that happens with these kinds of things. It doesn't matter who makes you feel guilty. It just doesn't matter what makes you feel guilty. It is done. It is finished. Friends, gorgeous beings, that is an endless path on to nowhere. It is simply an endless path to nowhere. And have you been on that path before, that long and winding road that, you know, it doesn't lead like any place fun and exciting. We think it does. And then we just keep meandering and we keep wandering because, you know, we're looking for that, that thing outside of us, that thing outside of us that says, no, it's not your fault. It's not your responsibility. No, there's no need to feel shame or blame. No, there's no need to feel guilty. So we're looking for that, continuing looking for that. Not all of us, but I, if you're listening to this podcast right now, there's some story in there of it for you. I mean, I know I was. My mother to this day will still say, I worry about you for something. I'm like, mom, I'm in my 50s. You know, what does worry do for you? What really, what does it do for you? Except hell on the guilt. You know, some things that happened 30, 40 freaking years ago, how people responded to her, she'll still bring up in conversation. And it's like, oh, honey, oh, honey, let that go. Not just your own responsibility for it, not just your own guilt, shame, blame, 
let the other person be set free too. Maybe we could stop blaming them, stop shaming them, stop making them feel guilty, even though they could care less. I mean, they moved on decades ago. They could care less. Because when I think about your unfuckwithable life, when I think about the essence of unfuck your life, it is all about all of those things that drag you down. You know what I mean? That drag you down, that grab you, that you're having a a perfectly wonderful day, just like in the scene from Bambi, except, you know, instead of being Twitter-pated, you're like gobsmacked with those emotions. And sometimes they were just kind of lingering and something set them off. Sometimes I really think that sometimes there's just a vibe in a place where all of a sudden, if you're even, even... remotely close to that vibration, it can suck you down. You know what I mean? Have you ever been a play in a place that feels kind of dark and creepy or something? One time last year, my friend, her kids, and another friend of ours, we were dropping off. She used to breed dogs, and we were dropping off a dog in Colorado, and she lived in Utah. And so we stopped at the hot springs on the way back, and I had such a delicious time. The hot springs were just fabulous. And then we stopped at this um, gas station. She needed some gas. We stopped at this gas station. I had to pee. And, uh, well, I know you wanted to know that, right? Talk about unfucking your life. We don't know topic is secret. And uh, anyway, all the doors were closed. It was dark. There was a truck that was running, couldn't see anybody. And I tell you, my God, it felt like we were in a Stephen King novel. It was that kind of moment. And so I had to take care of business. So I quickly took care of that. I hustled my way back to her and I said, hey, I think I didn't see she'd already started gas in the car. I'm like, I think we need to get out of here. This is not a great place. Anything could happen at any time. I mean, this is a place right for Cujo. This is a a place right for that car, Christine. This is the Stephen King novel, and we need to get out of here now. If we were in a scary movie, this is where the chicks run towards danger. And let me tell you, we're getting out of here. And then the... I'll never forget because, you know, it's so quiet except for the sound of that truck just running, the engine just running, you know what I'm talking about? And uh, all of a sudden the gas pump clicked off and we're like, whoa, what happened? (gasps) Unless you have a real gas guzzler or a motorhome, you might not be aware of this. The gas pump clicks off at $75, $75. And so in her 15-gallon tank, in her 15-gallon tank, she spent $75. And we're like, holy crap, because, you know, we couldn't find the price. There was only one gas pump. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? This is this is a very cheap lesson, 75 bucks. Let's just get the hell out of here right now. Let's go and count our lucky stars that we're out of here. And we don't sound, now I tell that story, it's fun. It's like, I mean, it was very scary in the moment. And I could have continued to have been trapped there. But we we use the story for us. In every blame, shame, guilt story, I tell you, I promise you, there is a gem. A gem of some source that's not just a teaching tool. That's not just a learning tool. It's a tool to go, oh, not doing that again. And that's really all it is. Let it go, not doing that again. No harm, no foul, no harm, no foul, not going there. Uh Uh-uh, no. Snip, cut, unattached, it's gone, it's eradicated. I don't need to hang on to that. 
I hang on to the fun juiciness because those are some of the spice of life. Always the spice of life. So keep the stories that excite you. Because you know what? To tell this story now, it was really kind of fun. It was just like, oh, wow, we dodged a bullet there. Because you dodged many bullets in your life. And that responsibility thing, that responsibility, you know, mantle that is so heavy on our bodies. You know, older people, as we get older in age, a lot of our um, bodies start to, they kind of, they kind of pull in. People get the hunchback and, and that kind of stuff. And yes, there's a couple of reasons for it. So number one, we're not stretching our bodies. And so, you know, do you guys remember that we must, we must, we must increase our bust exercise? I love using that one in, I love using that one when I'm giving live speeches or any class because nearly every woman and the guys too know what that means. And they automatically know how to pull those shoulders. They know automatically what it means is to pull those shoulders back and to stick those honeys out. That's exactly what it means. Because those muscles, they get they get so contracted, they get so constricted that they just pull forward and pull forward and pull forward because you know everything starts becoming right here in front of us. Expand out, expand out. It's contract, expand, contract, expand, contract, expand. We must expect expand. We must contract. We must expand. Contract. Expand. It's as simple as that. And other part of it is that there's just so much weight that has been put upon us. You know, we came in, I talk about this, if not every single podcast, certainly a good a good fair share of them. We come in as these beautiful, amazing beings, these delicious, these delicious, joyous babies. And we spread so much light and so much happiness. And people are all so excited to smell that baby smell, to, to get that youth smell, that fountain of youth, to touch that really soft skin and see those sparkly eyes and just, just, just love being in the presence of that gorgeous smile. That is still you, beautiful beings. That is still you under all of this stuff that people placed upon you. You know, yeah, they had good intentions. So what? They were trying to teach you the way they had been carefully taught. Remember that song from South Pacific, you have to be taught, carefully taught. And that's exactly what's going on. And it destroys, not destroys, it separates you from your emotional intelligence, for your mental intelligence, from your physical intelligence, from the very essence of you. Because within you lie all of the blocks, all of the structures for creation, for worlds, for living, for joyous creation. If you can think it, you can have it. Because what you want wants you and what you're attracted to is attracted to you. That's the way it works. That is the law of attraction in its essence. The law of attraction is not you must be a responsibility hoarder. Here is your amount of responsibility, shame, blame, and guilt. That's not what it is. That is not what it is at all. So celebrate anytime you're feeling anything even remotely connected to those emotions. <sighs> it's not run, it's stop. Notice. I just took my hands out and did a big energy surge. 
If you don't already know how to do this, come see me. I'll teach you because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where your life goes into high gear. And this is where the unfuckwithableness of you really resonates and expands, 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 expands. So gorgeous ones. Remember, stop being a responsibility hoarder. Eliminate, erase, eradicate guilt, shame, blame, and all of those other low vibration feelings. And embrace your sparkle, your shine, your pizzazz, your gorgeousness, your irresistibility. And be oh so curious about what's happening next. Oh, so curious. So until next time, this is Lisa. Sparkle on! You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N dot com.